Welcome to Big Knockers Tales from the Porch. I'm your host, State Representative Greg Van Workham, along with my lovely co-host, Melissa McKinley. I don't know if this is being video. I don't know if you needed the sachet there. I kind of like that. That was like a full sachet. I like the sachet. It gets me in the mood. I don't Uh, know what to tell you. I might, I might, I might have to incorporate a sachet now. Or a a curtsy. Well, a bow. A bow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome. We're excited to be back. Another uh, episode of Big Knockers: Tales from the Porch, and today we've got another great guest with us who has. More life experience in both door knocking and other things that I can't wait to get into and talk about today. Um, it, it, this legislator has been a huge champion for lots of things, but his door knocking stories and honestly, um, just life stories are epic, quite frankly. Yeah, we might have our first explicit episode right here. <laughs> I can't wait to put the E on this episode. Right? Yeah. yeah. Is that a moniker that you put on a mm-hmm. podcast? Is it an yeah. NSFW or an E, e or an R-rated? Or R-rated. We're just yeah. bracing bracing our, our listeners. Well, sometimes we you need a good PG-13, F word. <laughs> yeah, right. You brought me in right away. <laughs> well, um, let's get to it, man. Uh, we are excited to introduce uh, Representative Mike Mueller from the 72nd House District from the city of Linden, our surrounding area. Um, Representative Mueller is probably one of the hardest working legislators I know. I'm pretty sure he has 65 jobs at any given time and is constantly keeping the city of Flint Benton, Linden, surrounding areas, um, well-fed with donuts and cider, and a great party always going at the event barn near his house that he uh, owns and operates with his lovely wife. So uh, That's who the big knockers are. (laughs) (laughs) Angie, yes. She is, um, yes. my vote-getters. She is the big knocker extraordinaire, actually. She brings the votes. So... Um, welcome. I mean, we want to talk a little bit about your background before you came. I said, you know, you obviously have a lot of interest and you seem to be an amazing entrepreneur, but you served our state prior to your service um, in the legislature with your law enforcement career for a couple decades. Yeah. So, <laughs> so do you want me to talk about, what do you want me to talk about? <laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> Where do we start? Where do we start? I know, there's so much. Not only... Police officer, but Navy, yep. is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, and once upon a time, I don't know if there's actual video or pictures or not, you, you were quite a hockey player at one point, too. Yeah, I did that, too, as well. I was um, actually the number one draft pick in junior A, second overall back in 1992. Oh, that's awesome. And I played with uh, Tim Thomas, who ended up going to the Boston Bruins and being the MVP and won the Stanley Cup. Wow. You didn't have any bitterness in your voice. right? There. Hey, I'm proud of him, man. He was like 30 years old and busted in the NHL. I was a cop by then, and it was like, what the heck? I didn't do something right. No, you did something right. You were his protecting dad, everybody. His dad, when we were like in eighth grade in Burton, is where he was living, I believe, at the time, put us in the garage and gave us boxing gloves and said, in order to do well in this sport, you need to learn how to fight. And we <laughs> just would beat the crap out of each other. That's and his my- nickname was The Wild Thing, so... That's what my dad did when I decided I was going to run for office. He put me into boxing lessons just in case something at the door happened. That's probably a good thing. I mean, you guys get beat up on a daily basis, so you probably ought to have those boxing gloves ready to understand how to 
take a punch here and there. Yeah, there was talking about that, you know, one of the election cycles, I was out knocking doors. I wasn't knocking doors that day, but right out of my district, this was when I was in the my old district, there was a homicide right down the street where a guy shot his dad. And it was right, right outside of my district. So a lot of times I will carry my gun with me when I do doors. Well, this is a new take on uh, door knocking stories, yeah. right? I've heard, I've heard the mace or pepper spray for yeah. a lot of women will, will carry that. Um, I've never done that, but I probably should. Yeah. You know, you get into some of those uh, sneaky, weird areas and all of a sudden, yeah. you're like, I wish I wasn't alone. I had a yeah. young female staffer that was going around knocking doors and I'd have people call me and say, well, is somebody out there with her watching? Because yeah. Yeah, there is a safety concern there. And the one thing, if you have Sarah Leitner come do doors, make sure you tell her not to go into open garages and, you know, areas. You know, she's from the, the country, and when you get it kind of in the city, some people don't like you walking into the garages, and our office got a call complaints. So thank you, Sarah Leitner. <laughs> we'll have her on. Well, I will we'll say, let's talk about your district, because your district is different from one end of the spectrum to the other, right? You have some oh, yeah. really rural parts of the district, some very urban. I think you touch on the edges of the city of Flint. Flint and, Burton. Yeah. Which is completely different than what Linden would be, let's North, say. North, northern, northeast Livingston County, Tyrone Township versus yeah. the north end of Grand Blanc yeah. is very different. Yeah. So I imagine just in that diversity alone, like you said, I mean, a rural district where you may have to walk a mile up to the you know house because you're out in the country and you got a long freaking driveway to get to versus you don't mm -hmm. walk into that open garage and the... Uh, edges of flint because yeah we might run into something a little different yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> i mean no i it's just a whole different world in a different district up there it's just a different you know different people different culture a different way of life compared to you know the north east portion of livingston county which is very rural and uh I worked there as a deputy for a long time, so I kind of know the people of that area. So that does help me out because I was a deputy there. So, um, you know, it, it is challenging trying to uh, be able to represent everybody, you know, fairly and equitable when you have, you know, pretty far into the spectrum on, you know, political philosophy and beliefs from one end of the district to the next. Yeah, so this... um. That has got to be so true and just how you manage all of that um, from a constituency perspective and a district perspective, for sure. But, you know, this podcast kind of gets into the good, bad, and the ugly of door knocking. So what's your craziest door knocking story? I mean, there's got to be something in this, you know. There, we all have these. We talk about from our crazy pet friend down uh, below where Buddy is somewhere here. He's our, he's our mascot for big knockers. But, you know, those crazy door doors that have dogs chasing after you to the naked person who shows up but what's your crazy story well i mean most of mine were in police work i did have you know some with you know going door to door one lady was had one of those big old flat screen tvs that was like uh the old school ones and it was just sitting there and she kept on looking at me and she was like do you mind taking that down to the end of the driveway well the end of the driveway was like 200 feet <laughs> and this tv is like you know 400 pounds and i'm just gotta try to rope around it and drag it down the driveway on its screen and i got it out there you know and then another lady well, what, I, what public service i mean you know you garbage collection that? everything right. you know i mean seriously at that point when you're looking at this woman and you're saying how am i supposed to get this down there and she just says i don't care how it gets down just 
I was drag it down. Where he was gonna break her porch that was sitting on on her on her mobile. Was it one was, with like was on wheels? One of those no. big projection. No, ones? it was a big black one that was a flat screen, but uh-huh. wasn't on wheels. But it was about that big, and I seriously I couldn't wrap my arms around it. Uh-huh. So it's I one of the old it. school yeah. flat screens. Oh, we had one of those. It uh-huh. weighed about seven hundred pounds, uh-huh. and it was you know it wasn't like what we know of. Now, just that thin flat screen, it's the big right, box, with the right? Big box projector. Oh, yeah. yeah, I used to have one of those. Ooh. And those then, things. yeah, there it was, it was a you know, a little bit of a workout. It was like dragging a sled, you know, with weights on it down the driveway 200 feet. But, <laughs> and then there was a little old lady that knocked on the door, and I think we've all encountered this where it's a nice, you know, fall day out and you're nice, fresh air, and you open the door and waft of cat urine and feces just bust out of that door Ooh, that's so good and that's... then and then she comes out and wants me to sit down on a, on the uh, on the on the porch with her and i'm like well, this is nice and then she proceeds to ask me to pick up dog crap in her front yard wow. and there was a shovel there so i did as i'm talking to wow. her wait, 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 wait. let's slow down here let's slow i got so many questions here um first so when you arrive at this porch and you're like oh gosh i'm not sure i should you know, knock because it smells so bad. Do you think about maybe walking oh, no, away? Didn't, it didn't smell bad until she opened the door. Oh, and then, so you're stuck at that point. Oh, you're stuck. You can't go anywhere. You've got to talk to her. And, you know, and you do, I mean, and, and I'll be honest, you do feel, I mean, she lived by herself. Yeah. You do feel a little bit bad for her, you know, and so, you know, when whoever comes by, right? So you just sit there and you talk and. But how does she come about saying, hey, Representative Mueller, can you pick up my dog poop for me? Right. You're old. You don't have any, you know, tact. She needed help. Right. She needed help. You know? well, what so. a good guy. I mean, that, that takes campaigning yeah. to a whole new level, I would have to think. Yeah. And Angie got bit by a dog pretty bad once. Um, oh, you know what? We're going to help yep. you in the next campaign on that. Tell uh, Big yeah. Knockers, Angie, you know. My vote getters. Your vote getter. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Then uh, we're going to have uh, Ode de Doors. Ode de Doors. Right. And name in progress. Name in progress. In progress um, which is meat smelling. Yeah, um, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have treats in your pocket yeah. so you can throw it away. I did get cornered by a dog, but, you know, I he let me go. I wasn't going to shoot someone's dog. I'd be in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah, probably not a good plan. <laughs> However, on their property. Yeah, yeah that's not, not a good idea. You go from picking up dog shit to uh, shooting a dog. Yeah, you're, you're doing the full spectrum there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, these dog bike things are traumatic and poor, you know, we, we we don't joke about PTSD, but we joke about poor Greg's a little bit because you mentioned dogs and bites and he starts to quiver over there. Well, Angie so, got bit pretty hard. I mean, she, she had a calcium deposit. I mean, it was black, blue, and yellow. Uh, and, you know, and then she got scared and I was down the road or I wasn't, I was working at the time. I wasn't down the road and she had to jump in the back of the truck. And what happened was is there was a windstorm and the sign blew down that said invisible fence oh. and, you know, beware a dog. And, you know, and she's a big dog person. So, you know, she wasn't going to do anything to the person. And then I go back the next year, uh, you know, I asked for a good sign location and the dog's name was Dodge. And so I asked the guy, he said, is Dodge around still? And he said, oh yeah. And he brings them out and I'm petting them. I get down, he takes my picture and I send it to Angie. I'm like, I don't know what do you do to this dog, but this dog really is a pride. friendly dog. His nose is right up by my face and she starts sweating. You know, she's like, yeah. I can't believe you did that. You know? Yeah. And I said, well, you know, I guess, you know, I'm dog whisperer. You just right? have the dog touch. And got the sign location. Got the sign <laughs> location. Even better. Hey, for our listeners that don't know what that means, 
we always have to remind them what is a sign location oh i think our listeners know even you don't all, know what? they might just they, have joined big knockers what? because they like the name oh sign locations they see them every other fall they know when it's election season litter and, on the stick yeah oh. and the the proper way to do is actually get permission when that's you right. see the uh, signs just in the medians and things like that that's at least my area that's that's illegal you right. usually know a campaign is struggling when they have all those signs and they just need to get rid of them so the right they just put them in the right away the corners by stop signs and not, the best is not effective campaigning when there was a guy running for state rep up in Flint, he decided to put his signs down in my district. And I was kind of confused why he was putting his signs down in Livingston County when he was running for a city of Flint spot. Did so, he you know, not know his boundary lines? It's pretty big boundary out of there because that's Monday Township and Fenton Township. And it was downtown. So it's like 14 miles <laughs> out of his district. You know, Were so they really was, good sign locations? No, I had though? a picture was of them. Was it like on the highway or something like it that? Was, it was at my friend's party store. So okay. he was like, who in the hell is this? Well. And so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the signs are a pain, you know. And one, my very first election, the guy in the general election that was running against me put a four-by-eight sign up on my property where my house is. Wow. Right? You can't see my house from the road, but it's on the corner. So I messaged him and said, hey, you know, you mind uh, coming and getting your sign? He's like, well, what do you mean? He's, I said, well, it's on actually on my property he's like well you don't want to leave it there i said no but then <laughs> but then and again you know one of my boneheaded friends took his sign and so i'm like you can't do that right, right. and so i said you march into his office because he folded it in half and threw it he texted me said i took this sign i you know he didn't have any rights i said no and you can't touch other people's stuff even though it's on my property and I said, you go in and you give him a hundred dollar bill to pay for a sign. And my friend did it. He went right into the right into the guy's campaign headquarters, gave him a hundred bucks, and said, "Hey, you know, Mike told me to go in and do this, and you know, blah blah blah." And I don't even think he took it. I think he said it was all right. Cause, you know, we still get along. You know, the guy that I ran against. I mean, yeah. we're not total enemies, but you know, you just treat people's stuff nice. You know, but it's just so annoying when people put signs up on your property and it's your opponent. It's like, what the hell are right. you thinking? They don't even know. Yeah. Or they're just They don't giving. have people that work for them that they don't know what they're doing. They're properly trained. I much prefer to talk about door knocking stories than sign stories. Yeah. I, signs, I loathe the, uh, I call it sign wars. And people think they're sign. winning their campaigns based on how many, many signs, signs they yes. do. And they're just exhausting because they're getting, need to be replaced. Or those big four by eights are always coming down whenever there's the a wind. storm and the wind. And it's always, it always happens in October. So you're yeah. just running around so that they're not flying in the roads and things like that. How many times have both of you been told by somebody, you know, who isn't in the district, who doesn't know the campaign itself? Oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you in trouble? I saw so many signs for your opponent. They don't know the difference between signs don't vote, right? Signs yep, don't vote. Signs don't vote. So, but yeah, I mean, other than those door, you know, door knocking stories, I mean, you just get your, you know, your typical person that just is goes off on tangents about whatever. And you just got to sit there and kind of listen, you know, because they just want someone to listen to. But I can tell you, you know, it's uh, my first door I ever did. The lady chewed my ass. <laughs> and, uh, you know, come to find out she was a Democratic delegate. And then over the last 
few years, she's realized that I'm not, you know, a huge asshole. And she's like, you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so she actually helps me out now. And she actually worked for my opponent's campaign, you know, the the first term. Yeah. So crazy how that'll happen when you do the right thing. Oh, yeah. Anna? But, you know, being in the legislature is a lot, you know, it's a lot different than, you know, what I kind of expected to, you know, there's a lot of younger people. I thought there was going to be more older people, you know, older than me here. And there's a bunch of younger people here too. So it's just, it's a, uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, interesting job. I like doing it. I like meeting new people like Greg and you guys. And, you know, and it, it's all about helping people. Like, you know, it's like building the relationships that we have and, and you know, trying to help people out. And it's, it's not whether you vote one way or another, because at the end of the day, no one really pays attention to that yeah. other than the 10, 20 percent of people that are really into it. But everybody cares about what happens in your community. And if you're able to build those relationships, you know, and you do that, too, while door knocking. And but, uh, you know, it, it makes things run a lot smoother. And I, a lot of it, I believe, does come from my background in police work where I had to defuse situations like in domestic violence situations, property line disputes. You know, th- that type of thing where, you know, no one walks away happy, but you have to listen to both sides of the equation in order to move forward. So uh, I think that's how, I mean, I didn't come from a real political background, but, you know, I think that's the, that, that's what helps, you know, people, a lot of police officers that come in and do that. And you can see that with some of the new ones that we have yeah, that we, are here. We serve with know. several uh, former law enforcement um, but yeah, when you're doing service and picking up people's dog poop on the yeah. lawn, I mean, you're building a relationship there. Angie was here sitting at a bonfire, having beer with these guys one night. She's like, Hey, you need to come down here. They're drinking beer. So yeah, we go down there and sure enough, they're out in the backyard, you know, and we're having a beer with them. And you I, know. I did that. I think one, I've been offered beer many times, but one time there's just guys sitting in the garage and yep. I was kind of knocking the door and like, you want one? I said, sure. And they probably remember that of the yeah. representative oh, yeah. coming in and just sitting and having a beer. Hey, that's a good knocking story, right? When no, somebody offers a you a bor- beer a or a drink. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, you know, it's like the ones where you just get, you know, get the door slammed in your face just because you're a Republican or, you know, and it goes for the Democrats too. They get the door slammed in their face. It's like people are just so short sighted that they, they don't even listen to you. Oh, you're a Republican and slam the door. And yeah. it's like, okay, well. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're all lucky to have you in the legislature and lucky that you're still knocking doors. And um, we appreciate your time today, Representative. And thanks for uh, taking the time to um, come and give us the tales from the porch. Yeah, I mean, I can get it more graphic if you have me back. I'll tell you some stories from the police the police days. That I, will I think we're going to definitely yeah. want to have you the, come back the, for the sure. more explicit version. Yeah, yeah that, the, well, the triple E. The triple E. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, that's, you know, that, that's something. So, But I, I thank you guys for doing this, and it was, uh, it was a good time. Good. Well, thanks. We're glad to have you. Um, before we go, we're going to take a quick break for a message from our sponsor. Well... This sponsorship is by Kelly Cawthorn, the leading Midwest lobbying firm. They will provide all your needs for all the services in direct lobbying, advocacy, association management, dealing with regulatory affairs, and everything else in between. They're the best lobbying firm in town. Definitely give them a call if you have an issue. Can they help me write scripts for advertisements? Because... <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, that, that is phenomenal. Well, thank you. I'll, yeah. I'll, add, a, I'll add a bonus to Kelly Cawthorn. Um, they, they're good at spreading mulch and helping upsetting a wedding venue, too. They, they're an all-purpose uh, lobbying firm. See? The lobbying maybe, firm that helps with all of your needs. Maybe I just have to go to Linden, where all these nice people are. They're picking up dog poop, spreading mulch, just helping people out. That's the way it goes. Have you seen the post on Facebook lately about me? Which so, one? So, so, yeah, they're not all that nice out there. One of the best ones is because we have an apple orchard and like a little petting zoo, and this guy that's just always all over me. It's like, not only do they sell donuts, they have a rhino petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually said, you know, I said that was a pretty good one. That one was a good one, you know, so. Well, on yeah. that note. Yeah, we, we, maybe you need to capitalize on that. Maybe just stand in a pen for a while and two, wear bucks, a rhino. two bucks and you can pet, <laughs> you can pet, pet the rhino. rhino. <laughs> Michigan's number one rhino right here. <laughs> come, come see What a great way them. to fundraise. They, right? You can do like piggyback rides or something. Right. Ride the rhino. And then when we get the hard cider going, when we get the hard cider going, we'll call it the rhino, the rhino lager. You know? Oh, that <laughs> so. is perfect. Well, thank you, Representative, for being here. And we are going to end this episode. Do I have to do the thing again? Yeah. Do, 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 do,